Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, mate. I'm actually uh, using the microphone properly this episode, so uh, hopefully the audio doesn't sound fucking terrible like I did last episode. Apologies not, for that. You're not using um, you're not using your neighbour's cousin's laptop mic. Exactly, exactly. Across the street. So, uh, apologies for that, people. Moving on. It's Christmas time, mate. It's that time of year. Time for a Christmas yeah. special, an SNT Christmas special. Are you a fan of Christmas? Uh, do you know what, mate? I love Christmas. Ever since I was a little kid, I remember, well, like most kids, being so excited I couldn't sleep. Was it the gifts, though? I think it was just... It sounds cliche, but, I mean, obviously the gifts play a big role. It was the magic. But no, the magic it was just, of Christmas. No, honestly, it just really was like the whole, the whole the whole magic of it. So everyone being together and the whole Santa Claus and just like, all the family times. and <laughs> I don't really have that anymore. <laughs> Magic cart more like, but no, it's, no um, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a really nice time of year, isn't it? When everyone's together and yeah, your yeah. Family I have to admit, the family uh, element is good. To be honest, mm. the food element as well. Oh, food, it's always mate. a pass. It's probably the one day of the year where I literally go to town on the different types of cheeses from across the world. One day of the year, about two hour space. I've seen <laughs> well, you have fucking... mate. He eats pasta. <laughs> Um, and bolognese with like a block of cheddar cheese every single day for lunch. So I don't know what he's talking about here. One day a year. Uh, no, nah, you know, like special special types of uh, cheese. Yeah. Rock Fort, like you mentioned, Stilton, Ooh. goat's cheese, brie. A bit of camembert. A bit of brie. Lovely. I am going to go over the top this year with cheese and cider. I'm going to be so. I'm going to make myself feel so sick from eating cheese. I just find myself like. I don't know, like. Comatized. <laughs> I thought you said acclimatized, and I was like, "Oh no, he means he means going into a coma, not a uh, yeah, not like comatized." But like, just the amount of like variation of food, like um, <laughs> I, I could, I could quite easily get like a tube of Pringles and some dip, and just leave me to like stodge in my own filth for a week, and I'd be fine. <laughs> That's literally how I feel like at Christmas time. That is the excuse to be like, I'm a slob, and you're like, the Christmas response is like, yeah, and what? It's like I remember when we used to go to college. I used to stay around yours every now and again, and that would be the go-to snack that you would get. It would be a tube of Pringles and Thousand Island dip. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, literally Thousand Island. Um, the amount of um, so some of the guys I used to spend the Xbox on, like the classic weekend noise was like that crunch on the mic, like <laughs> yeah. It was like, right, Tom's got Pringles again. He's like, fucking used to love it, mate. I used to go by down the Tesco. They used to be gone by the tube, mate. I was like, oh, here we go, get a few in. Like, bloody hell. Uh, it's, that's what it's about, though, isn't it? Just, I mean, it's going to be weird this year. I mean, I don't want to put a damper on it. Literally about a minute before recording, we've just read on the news that we're now going into tier three, which uh, means that it's a bit stricter with COVID laws now. So I don't know how that's no. going to work. For our Christmas it just plans. means all that, um, yeah. It just means all that house food just gets spread, you know, more towards me. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, no, I, f- I love it. I love it for the food element. I love it for like I got a lot of Scottish relatives. Don't know if you know that, Sam. Um, and they uh, they will come down sometimes from from Glasgow, and uh, I, I fucking love it. I love it. It's a chance to talk rubbish, get drunk, eat shit, and forget. That's the thing. I mean, and pass out. And pass out exactly. That's the thing. As you get older, it becomes less about obviously the whole presence and that kind of stuff, and more about spending time with your family and just enjoying the time. Because mate, this last month, like work for me has just been stupid. 
and I just can't wait from Friday. I mean, things are going to shit, literally, as I speak. There's loads of stuff that needs to be done. Things are going to shit. But as soon as it's Friday, it's not my problem. I don't care. I'm done. <laughs> That's me. And I cannot wait for this Christmas just to have that time away from work. Just have that break. Yeah, same. So Friday's my last day. I'll be, I'll be logging in next week just to make sure everyone's ticking over. Um, but I'll be off. I'll be off. And um, I'll be into the world of England and Valhalla and all that sort of jazz. And um, sorry, the Amazon man's just come. Two seconds. <laughs> Brief intermission here whilst Tom gets his uh, strap on dildo from the Amazon man. Whatever he's got delivered. I'm guessing that's what it is. Uh, knowing Tom. And obviously he won't hear me saying this until you know he gets back and listens to the podcast when he edits it later on. Um, I don't know. Would anyone else like to hazard a guess as to what Tom has got from the Amazon man? Perhaps some more Pokemon cards? Perhaps some more cheddar cheese? Only time will tell. Ah, come on, Tom. Where are you, mate? Come on. There he is. I can hear him coming back now. He's here, people. He's here. Oh, my God. I'm guessing you didn't hear any of that. No, no. That's good. Just left a little Why? left a little message for the listeners while she were gone. Yeah, sorry. My, uh, my Amazon man came... Christmas. What was it, you know, mate? Amazon. I, I was having a few guesses. I've got myself. All right. Go on, then. What are your guesses? Uh, one was like a gimpy sex toy. How'd you know that? And then the other was, I think, no. Pokemon. Um, no, this is... This is Maker's Mark bourbon, wax-topped, with a bit of... Uh, with some bitters for some old fashions. Oh, very nice, some, Tom. Very nice. Uh, You've got some Angus Sutra bitters. Very nice. Yes. Quick story about them. So, believe it or not, one of the there was two brothers that came up with that. One of the brothers came up with the bottle size, and the other one came up with the label. And um, hence why you've got this uh, running joke that the bottle is too small for the label, or the label is too big for the bottle. But they've kept the idea, and it's since their brand. Well, Maker's Mark. No, no, the bitters. Oh, yeah. Actually, it's a good point because yeah, the the label like goes past the, the actual top of the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, it's been part of their design. The two brothers went off separate ways, came together and realised it didn't match, but they've kept it and it's now part of the brand. Fun fact. Yeah, cheers for that. I'm sure the listeners appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that, that's good to know. So, whilst you've had a chance to think, I thought I would ask you, um, seeing as you love Christmas so much, you know, what are some of your favourite Christmas films? What comes to mind? Actually, first of all... So- Let's let's answer the burning question first of all. Is Die Hard a Christmas film? I think it's. Um, I think it was officially confirmed as one, wasn't it? Definitely is. When does it take place? Yeah. Christmas time. All right. Thanks very much. Next. Yeah. I mean, li- I mean, any anything to do with. Um, yeah. Don't know. And if it's got Christmas in it, to me, it's Christmassy. Definitely. So. All right. Moving on then. What's some of your favourites, mate? What's some of the best Christmas films? Hit me. I say the one that um, really really gets to me for like. Christmas theme is uh, Schindler's List. Fuck it's just off. Fantastic. No, sorry. Um, no, no. Uh, one of one of my um, Fan, can I just favorites. say amazing film. Not really a Christmas film though. Gremlins. Oh, Gremlins! I've always been is keen on. I think Gremlins is, and it's a little bit under the Die Hard thing. You know, oh, is that? But it is. It is a really Christmas. He's a Christmas present, isn't he? You know, it's definitely a Christmas film. Gizmo. Yeah, I mean the little Mugwai. Um, how, how adorable yeah, was he he is and um, 
I just found the whole thing like when they when all the gremlins start hiding the the Christmas tree and they sort of go to the supermarket and then obviously it starts snowing and you get the Christmas songs at the end. It thought, I thought it was really really good and it's like um, it reminded me a little bit of Small Soldiers, but just obviously back in the day. And I just think Gremlins is a good film. It's like a very low key horror Christmas film, but you know it's enjoyable. It's funny. It's cute. <laughs> It is yeah. brilliant. I absolutely love Gremlins. It's quite old now, actually, as well. Yeah, so there, there's been talks for a long time about them making a third Gremlins film, but it, it's never come to anything. Um, the second one, famously, got Christopher Lee in it, plays Saruman in Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, that's a good one, but it's called A New Batch, and it's more based in New York. That was That's definitely more of a, I wouldn't say action film, but more of like a very low-key horror film. Yeah, um, I've never seen the second one. But the first one's a Christmas film, for sure. Um, the other film, which gets to me every time, is The Polar Express. Oh, that is so good. That is a brilliant Christmas film. It's not so much the... Uh... Hot chocolate, hot, 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 hot chocolate. That's brilliant. Yeah, see, that the, the Tom Hanks voice is perfect for that as well and good for the train driver. And um... But for me, it's like the bit at the end where the boy's obviously... He's been a, he's a bit of a doubter. He doesn't believe in Santa. Um, and obviously at the end when he goes to the North Pole and obviously he's surrounded by elves and he's waiting for Santa to come out um, to light the tree, for example. Um, there's like a link between hearing the reindeer bells and believing. And if you don't believe, you can't hear them. And um, it just sort of comes to it at the end where he sort of, this bell flies off of the reindeer's like Oh, chain, yeah, yeah, I yeah. And uh, he picks it up. He gets it at the end of the film, doesn't he, as his present. Yeah, and he sort of says um, in the square, like to himself, like the words "I believe," and as he does, as he opens his eyes, like Santa's there, and he can sort of slowly start to hear it, and obviously, like, and the music at the end when he's like doing the trees, like I was like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like for a Christmas film, like as an adult, I'm the only one screaming in my head. I'm like, yeah, no, that is a, like proper. That's a good show. That is one of the best ones, actually. Actually, I need to watch that. That's due I watch this year. Yeah, it's such a good film. But it's so well animated as well. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's uh, older than you think, and it looks fucking good. I think it came out in 2000. I might be wrong about that. Oof. I mean, there are some real shit Christmas films as well, let's be honest. There are some absolutely ter- terrible ones. I mean, the start of December, me and Vanessa went through and watched a lot of Christmas films, and we saw some right shit. Yeah, there's a few ones which I, I don't think are good. For it to be a Christmas film, obviously it has to have a happy ending bit of magic in there yeah um but it has to make you feel like something as well i feel like if it doesn't make you feel something like whether you're not laughing if it's if it's a bit like i don't know no i get that like special i get that That, that's why the the polar express is such a good film because you kind of get that magical christmas feeling at the end god i sound like a child don't it's true though that's what what it's about isn't it it's about kids christmas is about the kids but i suppose as you grow up you appreciate these things more it it just becomes different when you're out. Like yeah. the Christmas, instead of waking up early, you know, it's more like instead of like the early gifts, it's like where's the fry up? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like that sort of thing. It's like croissants and like bacon and like massive meals and just feeling like bloated and that sort of stuff. Like what? it's more like the drinking get together type yeah, thing exactly, when you're adult. Exactly. What's your Christmas breakfast then? Have you got like a go to I mean, like a Christmas breakfast, like a Christmas day tradition? So it's usually bacon and croissants. I don't know if you've ever had that. Nice. But it's like a lot of bacon and croissants, like butter, all butter croissants. So obviously you don't have to like fry them because they've got them in there already. 
Um, but like, it's weird. It's like it creates a taste. This really unique like taste between the bacon and the croissant. It's like fuck. Like, <laughs> it's like I mean, Gordon I Ramsay was like biting a croissant and going, fuck. <laughs> Very rarely does it happen, but like, there's a few things like it's like wow, that is that reminds me, and it reminds me of the year before and the year before, you know. And um, but I'm a bit of like a stickler for like black pudding, and I don't have that often enough. So even though I have it sometimes in the year, I'm like. Christmas Day is like I have a lot of black pudding. You know what I mean? Like, I love black pudding. Black pudding is good. Yeah, black pudding is good. Yeah. If you have too much, I find it's really rich. It makes me feel really sick if I have too much. It's meant to be a superfood, <laughs> so they say. I both because anyway. like, the iron content or something. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like obviously there's a lot of well blood and blood is good for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. My uh, my Christmas breakfast is like a so it's smoked salmon and scrambled eggs. On a, I don't on muffin. I don't really associate salmon with eggs, to be honest with you. Mate, tell you, smoked salmon with poached eggs. Sorry, I said scrambled eggs, didn't I? Smoked salmon with poached eggs, yeah. Really, really good. Trust me, it's really good. you got to try it. Boiled eggs is a bit of a special treat, isn't it? Boiled eggs? You find? Yeah, like boiled eggs. Like when, I think, yeah, if you get like a proper egg cup holder and you um and you sort of cut off, do you know, I've realised how fucking... <laughs> I think they serve that at the Ritz... Hello, sir. Do you want some <laughs> caviar? No, I'll have a boiled egg, please. <laughs> so, have you got any it's boiled eggs? Got, it's got to have a po- perfect yolk, some soldiers. Yeah. And I call them soldiers because I can. I think egg, and I will. egg and soldiers, mate, is more aimed towards like five year olds than an upper echelon food served in a high end restaurant. I don't know, like in a decent cup holder, uh, egg, egg holder, sorry. Egg cup holder. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Egg and soldiers is good. Irish coffee. Irish bit coffee. Of Irish coffee. Yeah, good old Irish coffee. Bit of Bailey's. Not a fan of Bailey's. I don't mind it nah, in the neither. coffee, but I don't really like it. I find it really heavy. Yeah, it's not just like cream. It's like, you know, proper creamy. Yeah, creamy like cream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, mate, whiskey is uh, my go-to Christmas. Not even Christmas. I mean, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. But so, no, yeah, I mean, uh, you can yeah. sort your diet out. At a minute, it's a bottle of whiskey and a block of cheese a day at a minute. <laughs> healthy but yeah the other the other film quickly that I need to mention because it's it is probably one of my favourite in fact it is one of my favourites and it's it's favourite for a different reason it's, uh, it's Home Alone oh yeah so good and, the uh, first one there's yeah of course yeah, and um, brilliant there's always been a bit in it which I thought is just it makes me like I can be like 92 <laughs> like in my hospital bed and I'll be like laughing at this bit where, you know, like, uh, when he goes up the stairs and he steps on the nail. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, it's, it's linked in my brain somehow to, like, the laughing muscle. Because, like, I swear to God, it's, like, every time, it's it's so funny. And when he comes through the window with the baubles and smashes his feet to pieces, I find it so yeah, those funny. Those films are brutal. Like, if this stuff oh, they die happens, hundreds of times. Like, they're dying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The home, so, home yeah. What's the one with the pigeons? Is that Home Alone 2? Yeah, New York one. The pigeon lady. Yeah, yeah. That's quite good. It's not as good as the first one. It, she needs to keep an eye on her kid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She uh, not not the best parents really. I mean, if, if he's going to get lost like three times, left home three times, sorry. It's, you think you'd learn the lesson the first time, but apparently not. Ends in Central Park where where you got engaged. I did get engaged. Yeah, where the woman actually ruined it for me, which was brilliant. Well, you you said it was a mistake to begin with. You weren't sure, so. 
She was no, trying to help me out. No, you're joking. So, uh, what happened was, basically, so I took Vanessa to New York to propose to her in January this year. And there's a special bridge in Central Park. It's known as the, uh, I think it's Bow Bridge. It's where the most proposals happen in Central Park. Quite a romantic setting. Anyway, um, we're walking over this bridge and we got chatting to this old English lady. And she, I think she'd heard that we, we were English as well, so she struck up a conversation. And we're chatting away and she goes, oh, should I take your photo for you? I'm like, oh, it's, it's a good opportunity. So I'm standing there and I'm thinking in my head, you know, yeah, this is a good chance to propose actually because you know, it's not often you get a picture taken at these moments as well. So I'm thinking about it and the rings are in my pocket. And a woman says, whilst we're smiling for this photo, the woman goes, oh, I'm not sure if you know, but uh, this is actually the proposal bridge where people get engaged. And she said that as she took the photo. And I think Vanessa showed Tom a picture the other day. And you can see my face just changed in the picture. And I go, like, bright red like a tomato. Uh, my face is just emotionless. And it just God. killed the moment. It just absolutely ruined it. So I waited 10 minutes and we walked around the corner and I done it there. But... Oh, the timing could not have been fucking worse on that. I think when she said that, I should have been down and done it. I think it would have been even better. But it's just, it threw me off. It threw me off guard so much. And it's quite uh, a, it's quite a nerve-wracking not an easy thing to thing. do. Yeah, I bet. can't believe that was nearly a year ago, actually. Well, you did it before the crises, mate, what? so well done. So literally, we, I think we left New York, it was the first week in February, and when we were at the airport waiting to come back home, I think a plane landed from somewhere in Asia because when it landed, about I'm not joking, we'd just seen like tiny little bits of COVID in the news. But at this point, it was just in China, and about 500 people got off this plane, and they were all wearing masks, walking fast towards the airport, and everyone in the <laughs> everyone in in the lobby with us was looking over like terrified, and it was like a scene out of Resident Evil or something. It was like a horde of zombies just landed in the airport. Jesus. And, uh, and I don't want to mention COVID again, but I just, I can't believe... Just is. I know. I can't believe it's still going on, though. Like, that was February, and we're, we're still seeing the effects of it now. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. But moving on. Moving on. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Exactly, merry Christmas. My favourite Christmas film is one that is renowned for being shit, but I've seen, I must Elf. have seen it about 300 times. Like, I watched it on repeat as a kid. What is it? And I watched it with Vanessa last week. I made her watch it. It is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jingle all the way. Oh, for God's sake. That's crap. It's turbo time. That film is brilliant. That film is so good. It's just it's such a pure film. That little kid and all he wants for Christmas is his dad to spend time with him. Fucking brilliant film. Bad dad. What's the kid? Brilliant film. <laughs> I, I need, I, I'm not even going to do an impression. What was that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I forget. Um, I was going to say, yeah, it's a shit film, mate. Terrible film. Really? Um, Have you seen it? Based on a true story, believe it or not. Is it? Yeah, they are, yeah. apparently there was a craze for toys, this particular toy. Not that toy, but a toy. It's based on a, an actual true story of that. Is it actually based on a true story? Yeah, on the hype of this toy. Um, nowadays it'd be an Xbox, but... <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. That's the thing, do you reckon... Do you reckon that, that is going to be the main toy this Christmas? I mean, times have moved on, haven't they? Like, I used to love getting like your Batman toys, your Street Sharks, your your Pokemon. That didn't change. Uh, um, but still, like, changed, um, that's never changed. 
Whereas nowadays, it's like, can you get me an iPad? Can you get me a free DS? And that's not even free DS. That's about like ten years old, mate. All right, sorry. Uh, what's the new one? The Switch. Sorry. Yeah. Can you get me a Switch? And uh, it's just like, well, you know, these aren't toys anymore, really. Doing the best Christmas present I ever got. Keeping up. So you're a... Keep. Go on. Sorry. No, hey, go on, like, go on, on. Is it my what? No, it's just, no. I'll, I'll have to edit it out. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I'm interested now. No, I was gonna say like, no, don't worry, go. Keep on, <laughs> oh, go. Fuck. Um, best present I got. Keeping up with the themes of the podcast. It was Pokemon Crystal on the Game Boy Color because I must have sunk about <laughs> a thousand hours into that. Honestly, that's probably the present I got the most use out of. Crystal's third gen, right? No, no second. Come on, mate. Crystal? No, it's not. Yes, it is. is it? Pokemon Crystal is uh, it's the yellow version of Gold and Silver. Yellow version of Gold and Silver? Yeah, so you had Pokemon Blue and Pokemon Red for the first ones, and then they had Pokemon Yellow, which was like them both combined when you got Pikachu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had Gold and Silver, but Silver uh, Crystal was like the hybrid of Gold and Silver. And then like you had Emerald was the hybrid of Ruby and Sapphire. I, I thought it was Diamond. No, no, no. Diamond and, so Diamond and Pearl were the fourth gen. and Diamond and Pearl, yeah. Diamond and Pearl. And for that. that, you had uh, Platinum, which was... Crystal. Well, they okay. introduced Giratina. The Crystal was the one with Suicune on the front. Right, okay. Come on, mate. Come on. I, I lost interest after Gen 3. But, um... All right, and yeah. as well, I've got to mention Elf. Santa's coming to town. Yes, Elf is brilliant. I don't know how you don't like that. I just don't like Will Ferrell, mate, to be honest. Oh, I love him. I absolutely love him. Same character in every movie. Step Brothers. Do you like Step Brothers? No. Oh, my God. We might have to like end Anchorman. this partnership, you know. I like Anchorman. Step Brothers is phenomenal. I like Anchorman. I like um, other guys. Yeah, other guys. is quite fun. I really liked his character in The Office as well. Oh, yeah, but he, he ends up having an accident <laughs> yeah, and then getting sent to hospital. Yeah, there's some good ones, mate. I think they're... I think Polar Express, though, was actually probably the best one, thinking about it. That's a really good shout. That's there's a, um, my mind completely added. There's a uh, a Pokemon, right, that... There's only... Well, sorry. There's only one Pokemon in the TCG that knows the the uh, the move present. That is Do you know what that Pokemon Deli is? Bird. Deli Bird. yeah, yeah. So the Christmas bird, that is. Christmas turkey. Yep. Just quickly, I found out something the other day, right? When it, and it did, it's not Christmas related. It did shock me. The um, so there's been a um, a court case or like um, a lawsuit against the Pokemon Company um, since the year 2000. Kadabra for one, yeah, for Kadabra, yeah. yeah. So you saw the same article with me. So he's been, he hasn't been printed since 2000. So that's getting printed the first time. I think it's the next set or something. I think it's going to be next yeah. year. It's when it all gets lifted. Is it? Because some illusionists the, thought, oh, he's using my spoons. I think it was Urigella. He's like a famous magician. He's just like a famous spoon, know, spoon trick. And yeah, and he, he sued him, didn't he? I mean, why didn't he go for Alakazam? <laughs> why did he have to go for the middle Kadabra. one? Like, I think his catchphrase yeah. is like Abracadabra. I mean, oh, some bollocks like that. I don't know. Oh, fucking hell, really? Had, um, Everyone's... It's something to do with the spoons uh, and, and and the the phrase Kadabra, Abracadabra. Yeah, well... No one cares about him anymore. They care more about Kadabra. So. That's that's why I think he realised this year. He, I think he actually said to them something along the lines of, um, "Like, you know, I'm taking joy away from kids here, so I've been a bit silly." <laughs> and I think yeah, it's, the it's next the same set reason it's um, going to have Kadabra in. I think they said it's going to have Kadabra in it. So yeah, for the, for the same reason, right? Winnie the Pooh is banned in China for the same reason because apparently Winnie the Pooh looks like the leader of China. What? <laughs> Someone came up with that, yeah. 
So Winnie the Pooh is banned in China because some moron thinks that Winnie the Pooh looks like the leader of China. <laughs> Jeez, I think there's a famous person that whose name ends in Pooh or something like that. No. I mean, Winnie the Pooh, the most harmless cartoon to ever come out of just Disney. Loves, just loves honey. That's what he is. Yeah. Well, apparently he's a communist as well. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, China. China, get your act together, mate. Don't look, it's a bear with honey, right? Leave the animals alone. Before I forget, one of, the, Great song. One of my other favourite Christmas films is the National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Have you seen any of the National Lampoon films? No. Chevy Chase? No. I don't know. End of that conversation then. Cheers. You, Moving is on. Me, is Mary Poppins Christmassy? Or Oliver Twist? Or uh, Ben Loves and Broomsticks? Uh, any of those three Christmassy? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, did they take place at Christmas? I don't remember. I don't think, I don't think so. Ben Loves and Broomsticks did. And Mary Poppins I don't think does either. No, maybe not. Oh, where did that come from? I just thought that like, old movies, I thought, are they Christmases? Like, I don't know. They feel like upbeat and chit-chatting and all that. But maybe you're right. I watched <laughs> the most depressing not. Christmas film on Amazon Prime last week. It's literally about a girl whose dad um, is lonely because the mum's died and she's trying to get him a date for Christmas. Uh, and in the end, he doesn't get a date. And that's the end of the just film. Just buy a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, Merry Christmas. Chelsea's round here. But yeah, there are some there are some brilliant Christmas films. And talking of uh, good films, it's worth generating a little bit of uh, interest and excitement for what's to come over the next couple of weeks, which is the SNT Awards. Of course. Better than the Oscars. More, Much more prestigious and sought after Be- than the Oscars. <laughs> Better than the Dundees as Better well. Better than the Dundees. Uh, I don't know. The Dundees. You gotta make it to the Dundees. <laughs> The Get SNT Awards. SNT Awards. So it's going to be best game of the year, shittest game of the year, best film of the year, shittest film of the year. You get the idea. It's going to be that. It's going to be, uh, I think we're going to aim for an hour long special, maybe a little bit longer, knowing the, the amount of time that we drone on, like I am now, really. <sighs> yeah, sorry about that. SNT Awards nah, coming right. next week, and it's going to be kind of like a year in review as well, talking about some of the plans for next year and what you guys can expect from us. If you give a shit, probably don't. You might see us live as well on YouTube. Uh, so we're going to slowly transition from the voices um, of the legends that we are to a video. Um, and we're going to try that out. Congrats to Arbok Den as well for hitting uh, 1,000 subscribers. He's putting in a lot of hard work, so massive congrats to you, mate. And Pokejobble, who's nearly hit 3,000 subscribers as well. It's pretty insane, considering they almost had none. Well, they basically had none at the start of the year. That's that's pretty amazing. It's only up from here. Yeah, well done. Well done. Good job. So thanks for listening. This has been the Christmas special, your favourite podcast, SNT. We'll see you next week. Next Fuck! <laughs> oh my God. T- was tea next week? Jingle. Thanks for listening. This has been the Christmas special, SNT podcast. We'll see you next week. Merry fucking Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas indeed.